0: Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. We are once again live down here in the Bear Cave Studios for another episode of D Sports Frenzy Podcast, sold out. With me, your host, Freddie Loso, with my co-host, not the devil's advocate, no reverend, but the OG of OGs, the encyclopedia.
1: And gentlemen, it's back to the original crew.
0: The originators.
1: We started this thing. Yeah. And in tribute to that, we are go- We have a flair for the old tonight. Look at that. Because we're going to do a watch along of some <clears throat> classic Ric Flair title matches from Starcade. Uh, but because the Reverend and the Devil's Advocate are not with us, I have some overly long This Day in Wrestling Histories for you. So, this day in Wrestling History, three years ago, AEW Dynamite, Winter is Coming 2021, Adam Page and Brian Danielson went one hour for the AEW World Championship in a draw. Hmm. All right, and then we could go back to, let's see, I have a lot here. Uh, 2013, so 10 years ago, WWE unified the World Heavyweight and WWE Championships when Randy Orton defeated John Cena in a TLC match at the TLC pay-per-view. 2002, Armageddon, we had Triple H won back the World Heavyweight Championship in the three stages of Hellmatch. Three stages of Hellmatch. Defending champion was Shawn Michaels. His one-month title reign. If you remember in 2002 Survivor Series, Shawn Michaels won the belt with the unfinished tights.
2: Yes. (laughs) Yes.
1: Uh, Go back to 1997. And this night... In 1997, on Monday Night Raw, Vince McMahon cut his promo about (coughs) changing the creative direction, uh, going away from clear-cut good guys versus bad guys and showing more attitude. Hmm. Not insulting the fans' intelligence, if you remember. Uh, You go back one year before that. Was in your house its time when the power when they lost the there was a transmission feed issue on and off in that one they didn't lose power but i remember watching that one live and the signal kept cutting out yeah uh, the i drew. tower i think it was Wildman mark marrow versus triple h for the intercontinental title and i got that pay-per-view for free because i called the cable company and complained all over five nice minutes. nice yeah i'll take that as a win and then uh the most infamous part of today in wrestling history the second annual slammy awards from atlantic city No one remembers who won the Slammys that year. All we remember is Vince McMahon and Stand Back. Insert Stand Back music there if you can. (laughs) Yeah. That was 1987, folks. Okay. So if you're still listening, we are doing two watch-alongs this week. It's been a light week in wrestling as far as news and history is concerned. Uh, We did have NXT deadline last week, which um, just to give you my quick thoughts, I thought it was a pretty good show. Um, It's not a standout show, but I thought both Iron Man Survivor matches were booked really well, Um, especially when they got down to like the last two minutes and Trick Williams had like no pinfalls. (laughs) Managed just to get four yeah. in the last two minutes. Yeah, in two minutes.
2: Yeah.
1: I was just like, "What the hell just happened here?" So I thought I thought it was fun. I thought the Iron Man Survivors matches. The, like, what is this? The second year they've had them. I feel mm-hmm. like they're blowing their load on all the best possible storylines or finishes for them. Oh, yeah, all in all, like, in one match. Yep. Yeah, I was like, I was like, this is really cool. You didn't need to do this yet. The match is still young. Yeah, but. But uh, overall, That's I thought it was true. a fun show. There was nothing that I thought was cringeworthy or anything. Uh, any, any thoughts on your side?
0: Um, I might have to agree with you. I thought it was a good show. Not one that I'd, you know, go back and watch. But I yeah. thought both the Iron Man matches, like you said, really good. Some crazy spots at points. But, like, you're like, yo, just turn it back. Yeah. You, you got some time. Like, but... I enjoyed it. it
1: yeah, I, I, I think Tiffany Stratton going to be a highlight reel for the next several years now. Yeah. The the, the, uh, the Swanton Bomb off the top of the penalty box. And that, it was it was also cool that when they had multiple people in the penalty box, they didn't just stand there like idiots. They actually fought in the box. They're in the box, yeah. So, yeah,
0: that's,
1: well done. That's uh, not something you normally fight.
0: see. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, oh, you're in the penalty box and they just stand there
1: right and then uh Shawn michaels and cm punk that was interesting to say the least yeah uh, i think that i think there was a rumor that they might have lost their lines or somebody forgot their lines or something it seemed like and then the dog really i just thought it was funny that michaels is in the ring and then punk comes out with the Bret hart t- sweatshirt yeah <laughs> like,
0: i did notice that too yeah
1: well done well done all right um so we're gonna see how many flair title changes we could get through we're going to start with one and we'll see how we do uh so the first one we're going back to the very first Starcade in 1983 it is going to be rick flair challenging harley race for the championship for the nwa title uh we're on the timer on the peacock we're going to two hours four minutes and 45 seconds so i'm ready uh freddie are you ready i am ready to go okay all right so uh, since us have a lot of the kids here we're not going to give you the history of the match just enjoy the match and i'm going to count down from three and say play so uh so three two one and uh, play and no folks that's not 2001 the space odyssey we're watching right now Starcade 83 Starcade 83. Jeez. (laughs) The disco ball.
0: (laughs) My Studio 54.
1: (laughs) Right? Maybe this is what inspired Disco Inferno.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Back in Starcade (laughs) 83.
2: Right?
1: I'm going to cheat. I will go on Wikipedia and see what their write-up is on the history of this specific match.
0: Why they did the planets and stuff in the sky? I'm I'm still like tripping (laughs) out over it. I'm like,
1: what are they doing? In their defense, it was 1983 though. Let's give them some credit here. This was special effects back then. I'm surprised that they actually had lasers like this to pull this off. Yeah. And coincidentally, uh, my our episode tonight, Flare for the Old, is a kind of a tribute throwback to the tagline for this Starcade, a flare for the gold.
0: Bottom, bottom.
1: Yeah. All right, so here's the background. 1981, Ric Flair won the NWA World Heavyweight Championship from Dusty Rhodes on September 17th in Kansas City, Kansas. This was before Rhodes and Flair were really major names. Uh, Flair felt that the match was poorly orchestrated due to the location, and because Rhodes was unhappy about losing the, and also Rhodes was unhappy about losing the title. Flair was not well accepted as champion by the promoters and fans in the territories. Uh so on June 10th, 1983, Race won the title from Flair. Okay, so they had a problem with this title reign and the title change in 1981, and they waited till 1983 to do something about it. Okay.
0: That makes total sense.
1: Yeah. So Race won the title June 10th, and it was the seventh reign as champion. And the NWA wanted Race to win the title to set Flair up as long-term champion at Starcade. Oh, gee, spoiler alert. Harley was reluctant for the greed. The feud began with Flair portrayed as the protagonist and Race as the antagonist, who was afraid to lose the title and employ unethical tactics to remain the champion. The storyline involved Race offering a $25,000 bounty to have Flair put out of professional wrestling to avoid losing the title. Gee. So I guess this is the first time that they did the bounty storyline. Rob can correct us next week. Uh, August 31st, or Bob Orton Jr. and Dick Slater attacked Flair by performing an aided pile driver, dropping his head onto the canvas. Flair was portrayed as suffering from serious neck injury and they collected the bounty from race. Flair announced his retirement from professional wrestling. Mind you, I guess th- this was all within the few days of August 31st. first. I'm su- based on what I'm reading here, but it returned on September 21st by taking order attacking Orton and Slater with a baseball bat. The promoters planned for their feud to culminate at Starrcade after a long pursuit. Oh, this is interesting. It later transpired that Vince McMahon offered to pay Race $250,000 to walk out of the NWA and join the WWF in an attempted sabotage of the smash. Race kindly rejected the offer. Well at least he didn't at least he didn't pay him to try to break his leg or something, right? Right, that would have been
2: Like
0: Shiki Baby. The pyro? <laughs> Did you see Flair's Pyro when he came out? Yeah. like <laughs> <Boo. laughs> mm-hmm. Gilbert.
1: Well you know, when the mean, AEW tried when AEW you know, tried to the the ring like a few it. years ago. <laughs> that's true.
0: Their grand explosion in that match you remember the death match
1: but i'm also finding it like race was like left standing there for the longest time
2: yeah
0: he looks like little orphan annie in that outfit (laughs) like from that angle from behind
1: i also think you know people say hunter takers entrances were were uh, five six minutes long.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, hardly race the Maybe I should
1: shave. Maybe I should shave my facial hair like that. I'm halfway uh, there. The, you
0: know? the handlebar. You're almost there. You just got to switch I'm it. Take off. Take off from here. Yeah, I just, got, just I'll, I'll just shave there.
1: off the chin, the chin. I'll shave off the chin here. I mean, look, this is 1983, so this is actually pretty impressive, especially back then, I'm sure. Yeah,
0: and you can see they're trying the different camera angles
1: to see what works. And Yeah. The question I have, and I'm going to check this, was this uh, closed-captioned or uh, or closed-circuit TV, or was this actual pay-per-view? Closed-circuit. Hmm. This closed-circuit.
0: Even back then, Flair's robes (laughs) were crazy. I thought they got gaudier and gaudier as the years went on.
1: Right. Now, Gene Kineski, the special guest referee. Oh, the crowd was definitely behind Flair for this. It's so interesting because they, for the most part, a majority of fans feel his best work was as a heel, yet... He was a face here. So this was at the Greensboro Coliseum in Greensboro, North Carolina, which I know was kind of like, for those of you that were more WWF fans back in the day, this is like the equivalent of Madison Square Garden for the NWA. Uh, or a Jim Crocker promotion specifically. Right. GCP.
0: Yeah, and even WCW kind of adapted that in the later years. Like, that yeah. in the South, it was there. Kind of like, let
2: see.
1: this was uh, where you see a lot of steel cage matches more now where you couldn't escape the cage to win the match you had to win by pinfall or submission and the referee stays in the cage i i gotta admit i did like the wwf style with the climbing over the cage just because that bret hart owen hart specific steel cage match without yeah. that element it was it's a totally different match but I could, I could also see the point if you're really trying to end a feud, it, and people have been interfering, if that's the case, or you really hate somebody, you're just going to want to beat the crap out of them, not try to run from them necessarily. Jeez, he's really patting them down. Jesus Christ. Wow, f- flare with a little bit of definition.
0: A little bit, a little bit there. Race, not much. <laughs> <laughs> not much definition there.
1: Well, NWA was more focused on wrestling and wasn't necessarily a body territory. Although you're talking about '83, so I guess so. This is like uh, it's got to be week, a couple weeks shy of Hogan winning the title in the WWF
0: it's crazy to think like flair got his popularity right around the same time as Hogan like flair was maybe a little bit before but both of them shooting out like a rocket around the same time is kind of crazy
1: yeah, at least be, becoming more of household names, I guess. I mean, Hogan right. was bigger because of the marketing machine behind him, but Man. but at least in the South, it was definitely a, a Flair country, as they say. Yeah,
2: that's true.
0: The, the amount of stuff, yeah. you mentioned, marketing machine, the amount of stuff that Hulk Hogan had in the catalogs like he had the right the bed sheets the alarm clocks like I'm telling you I remember I, I remember it because I had it so that's how I remember
1: yeah I mean, it's crazy yeah so former co-host of our Stevie G and I we really didn't get into wrestling until it was actually around this time it was like fall of nineteen ninety, so it's kind of like when they were start slowly but surely starting their decline.
2: Right.
1: So uh, my and my mom hated the fact that we liked, liked wrestling. So I don't think we got the only. I, I don't think we got any wrestling merchandise until somebody gifted. Uh, I think both of us got an old purple Ultimate Warrior T-shirt in like ninety two. Oh. and then somebody gave me a big boss man t-shirt in like 93 and then i didn't have any like they would my parents never bought us anything for wrestling my mom my mom just swore that uh, swore up and down that she really hoped that we would eventually grow out of that phase grow out of it yeah so for those of you listening that are more into the modern wrestling you will see a lot more rest holds in these type of matches um you know building up to the finish it's not as glitzy or glamorous uh as what you'll see now it try to resemble a fight more than a bunch of choreographed spots
0: So you you were mentioning merchandise. This was my very first wrestling t shirt as a kid.
1: Ah, oh, the Rockers.
0: Yeah. Nice. For everybody that doesn't that can't see it right now. The you Google Stephanie McMahon Rockers. <laughs> I was and about that, to say, isn't that, that the Stephanie the McMahon model? Yep. Yeah. Yep, yeah, so that was my first wrestling shirt down in Puerto Rico
1: did you ever see any of the wrestling in Puerto Rico specifically or
0: uh, not really because I, I was so young at that point yeah I was like five six years old when I was living out there yeah and Puerto Rico back then was a lot a lot crazier than it is now
1: <laughs> yeah Side headlock. This will probably take up the first five minutes. Right. My, my God, that's the slowest count ever.
0: So they had the top angle of both of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it looked like two older ladies standing having a <laughs> conversation. <laughs> that's what it looked like. From that angle the way that like flair's hair was like puffy and bouncy i was dying. yeah
1: it's kind of interesting that like well i guess it was probably another through let's see this is 83 so maybe just over three years later that race didn't eventually end up in the wwf
0: yeah that's true You had the whole king gimmick over there right yeah with the crown and all that yeah
1: oh we god got a two count on that one it's kind of out of position i don't know how you could tell the shoulders were down but anyway. <laughs> right. this actually resembles like uh amateur wrestling like the lever jockeying for leverage with the headlocks and all i mean yeah. not real not really but per se
0: but I, I could see where you got them.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, my God, the airtime on the elbow. <laughs> holy crap the rock didn't even jump that high when he was doing the people's elbow right. back years later
0: I'm seeing all that blood that was from the collar match right
1: I think so and for those of you that are interested we did do a watch along of the doll collar match between rowdy rowdy piper and greg valentine at the same event now you could check that out see something as simple as this the knee over the throat you don't see that very often
2: yeah. and if you
1: do it right especially you really get some healing geez He's really yet get him off there, holy crap.
0: Harley Race's body is so awkwardly shaped. I'm looking, it kind of reminds me of Gru from uh, Despicable Me. Me. Like a giant torso. And very skinny little, very skinny little legs.
2: That's true. That's funny.
1: I know Gordon Sully was the original voice of wrestling. I just felt like his tone, like I just couldn't get into it as much as some of the other commentators years later. seemed kind of monotone to me. I know that's blasphemy. A lot of wrestling fans listening to this are probably like, "What are you crazy?"
0: Yeah, no, it's very monotone. It's very like, um, Rocky. Yeah, like like you know when they're doing the commentary in Rocky, that's what it sounds like
3: yeah
0: either that or uh a league of their own (laughs) (laughs) the the announcer guy that's
1: right that's a good comparison yeah
0: Harley Race was known as like a badass in the locker room, right? Oh, yeah.
1: Absolutely. I think one of the favorite stories I've heard was, uh, I, I forget which wrestler it was, but there's a story where Harley Race had asked his opponent, oh, what's your finisher? And his opponent told him, and he goes, I'll kick out of it. <laughs> see there's nothing that's been like that earth-shattering or mind-blowing it just feels like a fight you know yeah with the Mm -hmm. knees with the constant knees to his head
0: yeah like trying to choke him with his leg all that stuff yeah I think that's the first time they used a cage all match.
1: right that's definitely got to be the blade job for this one
0: yeah so was like don't worry i got it mm-hmm.
1: are we gonna get a shoulder breaker oh that looks similar to uh the, the bro dallas in some respects
2: yeah
0: the referee's sweating his ass off jeez bro i I I
1: mean is he bleeding these camera angles you can't really tell
2: not yet
1: no he's not bleeding yet Jeez.
0: Surprisingly, though, because, you know, Rick, would have been like, oh, cut me.
1: Just the way he's selling the punishment. So I know I I don't care that I sound like an old far right now. Yeah, that's got to be the blade job now, right? He was doing it right before.
0: Someone mm. hardly sent him into the cage; it was already there.
2: Hmm. Yeah, there. Yeah,
0: and there's the blood on. The I was on trying the to camera. see how, how, and where he was going to do it. Yeah, it was like right in the middle of the ring. Hmm.
1: Yeah, so if you're not actually watching along with us, Gordon Solis referencing McFlair's previous injuries, uh, especially career really what most people would have been a career-ending injury from that plane crash in the in the late seventies. What the hell is Kineski doing? <laughs> so this became a two-on-one match, basically. Oh, and it's, it's like Gene so like, hold on, you can't hit him while I'm holding him back for you.
2: That's right.
1: <laughs> He's really God, taking this he in he the corner five down. count seriously. Holy yeah. crap! I gotta say, I you know, watching this back now, it's like. Kaniski kind of ruined some of the momentum with some of this stuff.
2: Yeah. That was an interesting plot.
3: Yeah.
0: This guy's got to get out of the way. Come on. <laughs> Like you're not a part of the match, like you're just supposed to be
2: there. Right.
0: here we go classic flare coming out
1: mm. still, still got to see if he does the flare flop in this match right
0: yeah that's that's all that's left
1: kind of big a little bit hard with steel cage there though <laughs> for him to go all the way and run How'd to you go all level. the way out? yeah pile driver
0: That's that's the position you get to make a count. Uh, he can see what Ric Flair had for breakfast at that point right? from that <laughs> <laughs> angle.
1: There we go. Both guys bleeding. Double underhook. Got the power to do to do that.
0: Yeah, and I got like race. just a heartbeat away just a heartbeat. <laughs> sound off <laughs> flair's trying to like tell the guy you're fucking this up move out of my way right Just every time he jumps in the way he's got to do something He's starting to annoy me now. It's getting worse. <laughs> like, I can't unsee it. <laughs> That's funny. Thinking about it now. In 83, they. They suggested Flair retire in 2023. People are still doing the same thing. It's
1: actually interesting to, to think about. Yeah, 40 years later, and he, what well, well, I guess it was over a year. When, when was Flair's last match? That wasn't this. Was that this past summer or the summer before? I, I think I try to push it out of my head.
2: This last
1: year. He, yes, he's down. Well, I guess we're not going
0: to count him. Right. I'm seeing all the blood from Flair. Was it this past Royal Rumble where uh, they had to stitch up Finn in the middle of the match?
1: Or was that the Royal Rumble?
0: Was it? Was it that... Rumble or Mania? I know it's one of the big ones.
1: I think no, it was Mania. It was it, meaning, he, right. he was having the hell in the cell with Edge. Yeah, and you couldn't even tell that he was bleeding because he had the face paint on. That's how right. That's how bad. So it was like for them to see that. Yeah, must have been bad. Mm-hmm. Hey, the figure four. This overhead camera is uh, really something else. I'm glad they don't do this anymore.
0: Yeah, they tried to bring it back a few years ago. It just didn't yeah. work. that hurts but not so bad yeah flip over the we all have siblings on this show so we all know what it's like to be to put someone in it and then immediately try to turn it over
1: oh god steven and i the submission holds we put on each other and reverse left and right it's amazing when it's amazing neither one of us have leg trouble now
0: right Sharpshooters, Boston Crabs, Lion Tamers, right. all that good stuff.
1: I don't think we ever did the Lion Tamer, but we definitely did the Boston Crabs and the Sharpshooter. Thank God we did the sharpshooter so many times. Um, I think we did the Figure Four a little bit, too. I've done the Tequila
0: Sunrise before.
1: On Jeez. Friends. We also took it too far sometimes, though, because we would go out, we would wrestle in the backyard, we'd wrestle in the house. There was one time he actually, he was pretending as if he was punching me with a dumbbell and he actually, he actually slipped it and, and it cracked me in the head with it. <laughs> yeah, and I lost we my shit him. I, Yeah, well, never, it was purely an accident, but I lost my shit. I, in the video, you actually hear me scream out my effing head and I. Literally grabbed and pulled him over and just started punching the shit out of him.
0: <laughs> that's hilarious.
1: Yeah, and our, our neighbor was like the cameraman. He starts laughing while Steven's like, like screaming, Stop! Stop! <laughs> yeah, we had fun.
0: Oh, that's too funny, man. Because I could see it in my head. I could see it right? as it happened. Right. Did he like help him with the
1: suplex? What the hell was that?
0: That's what it looked like, right? Was that? Mean?
1: Oh lord, that's worse than the Dino Bravo uh, bench press.
2: Yeah.
0: Killing the money shot, bro. Right. They're trying to get that overhead angle of flare bleeding, and the referee keeps jumping in the middle of the way. With it being a guest referee, do you think once they got to the back, they'd range him a new one for getting in the way?
1: I would hope that they worked this out with him before he went into the cage, but who knows? Yeah. I I, w- I would be pissed. It's also it's a steel cage match, and you know it's supposed to be.
0: They're supposed to be able to do anything
1: goes, right?
2: I mean, really, hair pulling
0: What is this guy famous for?
1: He was a wrestler. wasn't? He? Yeah, he was a, he was a champion. Um, this is where I'm not the encyclopedia. Uh, let's here I'll I'll look up his credentials, but he was he I believe he was a world champion at some point.
2: By the so time I find that. this, it's going to be over. So it's not like mm-hmm. some
1: Joe Schmo. No, 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 no. He, he was a legend. Uh, let's see. Gene, Gene Kineski. Oh, yeah, he, he played football for the Edmonton Eskimos football team. And he was a three-time world heavyweight champion. So he, he was not, oh, AWA champion. He beat Vern Gagne in 1961.
2: Uh, let's see, where else?
0: On a That's a crossbody. Yeah. Oh, is Very this your first time seeing this? That's my first time seeing this.
1: Oh. Ah. Yeah. Guess we should be impressed that the guy that Kanitski made that three count.
0: Right. <laughs> I'm not
1: even sure. Did, you did he where really he he hurt, hurt himself? He probably did.
0: Because he was down for a bit.
1: Yeah. I'm just wondering if this is a Randall that ran into the cage. Right. Oh, okay. No, guess
0: not. Was it guys from the back?
1: Yeah. Yeah, they said Angelo Mosca was the first one. Don't worry, folks. You will not have us making fun of the 1983 uh, uh, clothing, we'll say.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at some of these guys. Ooh, interesting.
1: Yeah, Steamboat's out there. Steamboat just rustled in the match before this.
2: (laughs) Steve was jacked, man. Right? That was always in shape. Yeah.
0: It, that's why it's so weird to see him now. Cause it's like right? you're not supposed to be that small. <laughs> yeah.
2: All right.
0: What Is do you that think? Wrestling magazine shirt. Is that the guy yeah. holding up Flair's holding? So he's got on a-
1: well he he well he was a rustler. Yeah so the, the t-shirt was probably a freebie from <laughs> it right. Very true. All right.
2: That
1: was cool. That was a good I one. I don't think we need to hear the aftermath. But right. uh, for those of you that are interested, there's another I think there's like another 15, 20 minutes worth of like interviews and stuff. Yeah. Hmm. No. All right. I'm stopping it. <laughs>
2: <clears throat> All right.
0: Yes. So, do you want to do one more? What do you think? Uh,
1: I'm going to leave it up to you, sir. All right. Or let's do that or we save one for next week, maybe.
0: Yeah. Let's save one. We'll get another we'll get the encyclopedia, we'll get the Devil's Advocate and the Reverend all together and we can make some make fun we'll, of we'll some do eighties
1: at Yeah, we'll do No, actually I was thinking why don't we do Flair for the old part two? We'll do we'll go we'll jump ten years. Rick Flair versus okay. Big Van Vader. That works. One of me. the other times that Flair put his career on the line.
0: Right. The first of many, right? It got a lot yeah. worse towards the end.
1: Yeah, right. I guess that was, I didn't ever realize that, but yeah, I guess that was his gimmick a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah. He found his All market. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. So, with that being said, that is our episode for this evening. D Sports Frenzy Pod on Twitter, D Sports Frenzy Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. We thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Peace.